absenteeism can have a significant impact on your company's bottom line, including lost productivity, increased overtime costs, and elevated stress among the employees left to pick up the slack. Having written policies and procedures in place governing attendance and punctuality can help manage these issues. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today's episode is sponsored by Google Ads by Upnetic. Now run, powered by ADP clients, have access to Google Ad Management and Optimization Services by Upnetic included within their run subscription. Today, we're going to talk about strategies you can implement to help reduce absenteeism with Merrill Gutterman. Merrill works as Senior Counsel here at ADP. Merrill, welcome back. Hi, Jim. It's good to be back. Thank you. So let's start here. How can employers encourage regular attendance? Well, first, it's important that you have an accurate timekeeping system in place and that you clearly communicate expectations to your employees. Um, And the best way to do that is through a timekeeping policy. Also, having an attendance policy can help minimize unexpected absences. So, Merrill, what should be included in a timekeeping policy? So you'll want to include the method for recording time and also the importance of accurately recording time. Um, In general, the policy should direct non-exempt employees to record all of their hours worked, and also the policy should expressly prohibit off-the-clock work. Um, But remember, if your employees do work off-the-clock, then you are obligated to pay them for that time. Um, Your policy should also require employees to confirm their hours at the end of each pay period, and also make sure that they report any errors in their time record immediately. Um, It's important to maintain accurate time and attendance records, and that way you can properly implement your attendance policy. So let me follow on there. So what should be included in an attendance policy? So that's where you're going to stress the importance of regular attendance, um, and you're also going to identify requirements and procedures for scheduling time off in advance. Um, You're going to outline call-in procedures for unexpected absences, and then also talk about any potential consequences for violating the policy. So timekeeping and attendance policies can help encourage regular attendance. So how can employers effectively kind of minimize unexpected absences? I think first it's important to look at your time off policy because you want to make sure you're offering time off to help your employees better manage their work and their personal responsibilities. And that can potentially minimize unplanned absences. Um, If you offer generous sick leave, but too little vacation, some employees may call in sick when they're actually taking a vacation day. Um, So this is one of the reasons why employers have often moved to a paid time off or a PTO program, because with a PTO plan, there aren't any distinctions between vacation or personal days or sometimes sick leave as well, and this will allow your employees more flexibility in scheduling time off. Um, And if you have flexible work schedules and telecommuting opportunities, those may also limit the number of unexpected absences. That may not be practical for every job, so you really have to look at your business and evaluate what you can do with your employees on a case-by-case basis. Okay. So what happens when an employee is frequently absent? So how should an employer kind of manage or address them? 
So when you suspect a pattern of absences, you want to make sure you're addressing that pattern promptly and you want to be consistent in how you're treating all employees that may be showing a pattern of absences. Um, you want to allow the employee to, of course, first explain themselves before you determine whether they have a legitimate reason for the absence um, or the repeated lateness. And then you want to look at your policy and figure out whether it's appropriate for disciplinary action. Um, but it's really important to keep in mind that eligible employees who take leave under a federal, state, or a local law um, that might protect that leave, such as family medical leave or perhaps bereavement or jury duty leave, um, those employees are protected from adverse action for those absences. So what that really means is you can't penalize employees for taking leave under a law that allows for that time off. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, can employers require documentation, say like a doctor's note? So if an absence lasts longer than the defined period of time in your policy, um, typically we see three consecutive days. Um, at that point, you can consider asking employees to provide documentation um, about the reason for their absence, like a doctor's note, for example. Um, and then a lot of these laws also provide guidelines for when you can ask for documentation. So you want to make sure you're checking all the laws that cover protected leave. Um, but you also want to keep in mind laws like the Americans with Disabilities Act, or the ADA, and the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act, or GINA, um, and then also state laws as well that give employees certain privacy rights and may limit the number um, of times you can ask for documentation and may limit the type of information you can request from an employee. So, for example, under the ADA, um, if you're asking for medical information, you've got to make sure that it's job-related and it's consistent with business necessity, and your request needs to be limited um, to figuring out whether the employee is able to perform the essential functions of their job. Um, but if you're going down that path, I, I do recommend that you consult legal counsel if you have specific questions about what you can ask for. Um, ultimately, it's just important to make sure that any documentation requirement complies with any law that applies to your business. So I heard a few key takeaways. Um, they include making sure you set clear standards uh, regarding attendance and punctuality through written policies. Um, and also, I heard these policies should be drafted in compliance with the federal, state, and local laws, and, and obviously and importantly, with your own business needs in mind. So all really useful information. So thanks again for sharing it. And also to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Be well.